Welcome to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I want to welcome you guys to another episode of My Two Cents Emotional Healing Podcast. Because as I always state, we always go through life and experience some type of setback, difficulty, trauma, a pain that sometimes get us all focused on the goal, on who we were created to be, and how we want to better our life experiences. Without the tools or the knowledge to better your experiences or understand what you went through in traumatic events or how you were raised or who you were around, you need the tools, right? So this is why I speak on the knowledge, the wisdom that we can add to our life experiences to better our life experiences and have a much deeper understanding of why we had to endure such pain, such setbacks, so we can bring joy into our life. So with that being said, I want to speak on today's topic. Now, today's topic is about becoming the best version of yourself. We want to be authentically us after going through any pain, any trauma, any relationships that we did not like, right? It teaches us. We learn from every setback, even the good things, right? What we like, what we don't like, who we should have been in certain situations, who we want to become who we are desiring to be in this world. Once we realize that we were born with purpose, everyone has a purpose, we want to consider our gifts, our talents, our actions, our words, the way we think, right? If we want to better our experiences or be a blessing or a light to those who come across our path. Now, we don't want to be pushovers, right? We do want to set boundaries, but we want to be kind people, loving people, but we want to recognize when people are for us or when they are not for us, when we are making mistakes and what we can do to change our life experiences. So I will be getting given tools on today's show on how to be a better version of yourself. If you haven't already started trying to become who you were created to be or trying to do more positive activities and thoughts than negative, then this is the good time to start. You guys know that I am a woman of God and I always speak on a biblical character from the Bible who went through certain um, activities or certain things that we went through, right, and became overcomers from the emotional turmoil, from trauma, from different attacks from different people, but they believed in God, they believed in themselves, and they got the victory in whatever they were trying to accomplish and came out with a good heart, right? This is what God want all of us to do. So I will be speaking on the story of Queen Esther. So stay tuned after this commercial break. Are you looking for a speaker for your next event? Evangelist Walesa Norris is who your soul needs to be inspired. Book an appointment at fashfeathers.weebly.com. And when you feel good, you look good. That's why Walesa has outfits for every occasion, wigs for any situation, and furniture that gives your home a new, new elevation. Whether you almost lost your mind from toxicity or emotional abuse, or just looking for guidance to help you take that next step, Walesa has created the perfect course to help you get a better understanding and to heal from emotional abuse. 
It's all available for purchase at keepmedifferent.com. Why would you want to shop at any other brand but one that has it all for growth, faith, style, and home decor? Lord, keep me different. Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. I am your fabulous host, Walesa Norris. Now, before the commercial break, I told you guys I was going to be giving tips and tools on how to become the best version of yourself. And becoming the best version of yourself is just showing up as your authentic self, not who you were told to be, not who you have become to be because of your environment or because of the things you are told. When you come across different information or different people who are becoming the best version of themselves, coming out as who they truly were meant to be, that don't mean that you have to be just like them, right? You want to be the best version of yourself, looking at your gifts, looking at your talents, seeing what you can do to better your life, your thought process, your thinking process, your family, your environment, right? When you are becoming the best version of yourself, you are releasing false beliefs, limitations on your life, or thinking because things were always done a certain way that it can't be done differently. If you have the right mind and the right approach that you want to grow, that you want to be around other people that's trying to grow and do better in life and become a helping hand, a of course, like I said, you don't want to be a pushover. You want to have boundaries. You want to show kindness. You want to be understanding, but you want to be authentically you. We all have a purpose on this earth. We all were born with different gifts and talents. Everyone's gifts and talents are different. You want to work on first your mental state, right? Because sometimes we come from different environments, been around certain people that has limited our belief or who have said harsh things to us that we can't be nobody, right? Or we're not good enough to go in certain fields or I wouldn't do that if I was you. You want to take all of that out of your mind and it's going to take time, right? You're going to have to sit down and think of what is authentically you. Now, we all want to be successful in life. Certain things drive us like, you know, getting a promotion, being able to care for our family. That is important, but that's not authentically you. There's things that we do have to work on, that we have to do. But what type of person do you want to be in this world? When you're coming to know that you have to be your authentic self, that means that you have to release the false beliefs of who people had told you you were and know who you are, right? Know yourself. What do you like? What drives you? Who you want to be in this world? And a lot of people that are around you, right, may not think like you or you have put on this false beliefs to believe or do things like everyone else doing. But deep down inside, you know, you don't feel that way. You know, you have outgrown that stage and that's perfectly fine. You are going to need courage and boldness to become your authentic self because you're going to show up in the world as you, not who people wanted you to be, not who you thought you was, right? Was you do the self-check? Who am I? What is my gifts and talents? What do I believe? What are my morals, my values? What drives me, right? Who do I want to show up in the world? Do I want to be an evil, mean person, an angry person all the time? No, I want to be loving and kind. We do know it's a lot of people who are not loving and kind in this world, but 
We don't have to develop everyone's personality that we are around. The saying is true. Birds of a feather flock together, right? So whoever you around, you are going to develop some of their ways, some of their thinking, some of their talking. But when you show up as your authentic self, you have to shed old things to get new things, right? And new people. You attract your tribe when you show up as your authentic self. So if you're showing up as someone else's personality or believing what someone else believes, you're going to always be around people who don't resonate with you if you really don't feel that way, if you're really not passionate like that, right, for those certain things, but you're putting on a role. When you are your authentic self, you accept yourself. And if those around you don't accept you, then you know that you have to make a plan to exit these people's lives slowly but surely. You don't have to cut people off right away because it does take time. And like I said, you're going to need boldness and courage to move forward, to come out as who you want to show up in in the world as, to have morals, to have values. Everybody's you know, authentic version of themselves is different, you know, but you want to be authentic, authentically you and you want people around you that accept your flaws and all and knowing that you are growing and learning just like they is, right? And who can come together and help you grow even more. When you're around people who don't believe in your beliefs or have your values right and you are compromising and dummying yourself down, you will always feel like you don't fit, right? But as you show up as your authentic self and you do the self-check of who you want to be, you start working toward that person that you say you want to show up as a, or who you believe you are in the inside, right? That you care about people, that you have morals, that you have values, what's important to you, right? Like I said, I am a family person. I love fashion. I love laughing. I love the Lord. Now, that's who I am, right? Everybody don't have to be like me, but this is authentically me. I am a good person. I love to be around people. I love helping people. I love teaching people. I love to dress up. I love home decor. I love to laugh. I love to read the Bible and pray. But your authentic self don't mean that you are my authentic self, right? So I have come out to be my authentic self, growing to be the best version of me and showing up to the world as who I always was deep down inside, but was afraid to step out of, especially growing up, right? Because we'd be around different personalities. I was around a lot of harsh personalities, right? If I said something, if I wanted to do something right, it was either laughed at, looked down upon, or thought that I couldn't do it. When I believed in myself and I started believing in God, I got the courage and the faith and the boldness to cut certain people off who was no longer resonating with me. I started working on my gifts and my talents. I started working on the way that I think um, releasing those negative thinking to positive thinking and knowing that I can become somebody, but I couldn't do it alone. For me, my go-to was God. And I always recommend to go to God because he's going to help you through your fears, through your struggles, through your setbacks, through your traumas, through your having to release people you may love, right? To become who he has created you to be. Now, that's the route I took. Your authentic self may be someone else, but I always wholeheartedly recommend and God because he'll let you know who you were created to be. This world he made was out of love. We all supposed to be loving people, 
but we all are different and unique. And I try not to judge people who are not like me. I judge people by their character, their characteristics, their morals, their values. But you have to decide who is you, right? What is your values? So one thing you want to do is identify your values. What is important to you? What's your interests and passions that define who you are in life, right? What do you value the most? Is it family? Is it, um, um, you know, keeping your positive thoughts? You want to be around positive people, right? You believe uh, certain people should do certain things, right, or do that. What is your values, right? You want to identify your values and you want to work on having and keeping those values no matter who enters your life or come across your path. They should see Everyone should see this is what I value, right? My home life, my family. I want to show up to be a good person. If that is you, whatever your values is, whatever you are interested in and passionate about, anyone that come across your path, you shouldn't change your personality because you're around a certain group. Everyone should know who you are and what you value and what you are about, right? You don't have to go into detail. They will see that as you continue to work on being your authentic you. You don't change because you're in different environments. You keep your values and your morals. Once you identify what your values are and you recognize what is negative emotions and positive emotions, you know, you want to work toward that. This is what I value. This is what I want to work on and keep this in my belief, right? And anyone that come across me or if they ask me, what are your values and worries? What's important to you? I can be able to tell any and everyone, this is what my values is. This is what I feel like morality is, right? Another thing you want to do when you're becoming the best version of yourself is you want to let go of limited beliefs. Like I was saying when I was younger, right? Because, you know, we didn't have much or most people around me really didn't dream uh, that they can become or do anything, you know, big. So they would say that's impossible or you don't have the money for that or how you going to do that, right? So it made me believe that certain things I just couldn't do or this was like life as good as life was going to get as long as I work and pay my bills and you know show up and be there for different people this was life but when I added God in my life he let me know to dream big that he had a purpose for me and I had to find that purpose but first I had to let go of certain mindsets a lot of negative thinking a lot of negative talk and a lot of things that told me I couldn't do certain things I couldn't do that I was one that stepped out on faith and left everyone from my home city and town and moved to a whole different town where I knew nobody. That was one faith walk, right? And nobody thought I would be able to do it because I was so used to certain people, so used to my family. Nobody think, thought that I could do it. But when I added God in my life and I prayed on this decision because I wanted to have a fresh start, a new start, and I was going to do this by myself, it happened for me, right? I let go of that fear or I couldn't do certain things or I want always need people. So that takes time, right? That's not going to happen overnight. So you have to work on your limited beliefs. This cannot happen for you. Change is not possible. You will never be anyone, right? Or things are not going to work out for you when that is 
embedded in your head and people speak that a lot sometimes you start believing that about yourself but like i said once you get your me time and you realize what's your morals and your values what is your passion what do you want to do now you want to make goals toward it and it may not take overnight right it's not going to happen overnight but it will happen you have to release the negative thinking to positive what if right what if it happens and it's nothing worth trying it right but if you never try how would you know if it's gonna fail or not so even if you try to fail get back up again and do it again you want to let go a limited self-doubt fear you know negative talk to yourself or what others have said and like i said you're gonna need courage to do this so you want to let go of limited beliefs whatever was limited and off guard to you or you thought was off guard to you remember with god all things are possible Another thing is you want to turn your, it should have, I should have done this, or I should have done that, or I could have done that, to I must do this, right? It may take time. That's not going to happen overnight. If I want to change the way I think, if I want to change and grow in business, if I need to get more education, I have to go to the school. If I want to heal, I need to get help, right? Maybe a therapy, maybe a life coach. I need to get around certain people. I have to start doing certain things. This is a must thing that I need to do. Not what I should have done, right? You will always have those. I should have did this. I could have done that, but I let fear hold me back or Things I thought I couldn't afford hold me back or wouldn't nobody understand me, right? It is people out there who have been through your exact situation. Maybe not the same one, but it is people. We all go through different life experiences and it is people who are willing to help. You have to do the research. You have to look around, right? And you have to make it, I have to must do this. I'm not going to keep saying I should have done this for myself. I should have done this for my family. I should have done this for my business. I should have done this. I must do this. And I don't care how long it takes. I can do it. So you want to turn your should haves, could haves into a must do and start doing it. Another thing you want to do is amplify your strengths. I know we always look at our flaws and our weaknesses, right? That we have to work on and there's nothing wrong with that, right? But that keeps you kind of in a sad mood or looking at all the things you got to work on to correct. If you start working on what you do do correct, right? And the things you are good in and continue working on that while you work on your flaws, but mainly putting your focus on the good that you do, the strength that you have. What do you do good, right? You're going to start seeing more growth in that area and it lifts your spirits up, right? Oh, I see the work that I've done. I see what I do to help people or I see what I do to help myself or to do a project and that I'm good in and I see the growth, I see the results from it, right? So work on the, your strengths more than your flaws and what the things you do need to work on. You want to work on that too, but you don't want to focus so much on all the things you do need help on the most, right? Because it'll keep your spirits down. You'll forget about your strengths and the things you are good at. Work on those that you are good at, that you do have talent in, that you know that is working for you the most. So you can start seeing more results and and boosting up your spirits to continue to keep going 
Another thing you want to do is develop a growth mindset. If you always think everything is your way or the highway or it was always like this, right, then you can't grow. You have to have an open mind because different people that come across your path can teach you different things, right? They may not be like you, but they can be helpful to the thing that you're trying to grow in, whether that's emotional, whether that's physical, whether that's in business. You just want to have a growth mindset, right? Knowing that you are open for growth and you will never, never always know everything. It's always something you don't know, right? The world is mysterious. So have a growth mindset. Be open to seeing and and allowing people to come in your life that can help you, that is trying to do better in life or doing something different than you, but may give you a key token on how you can approve, right? You want to grow your mindset. The last but not least, you want to tame your fears. There's a lot of things that keep us from moving forward and to becoming the best version of ourselves. And like I told you guys earlier in this podcast, the number one thing is fear, right? What are other people going to say? What if I can't do it? What if I fail? It's a lot of different negative thoughts that we have when we decide we're going to show up in the world as our authentic self. This is who I am. This is what I'm interested in. Um, this is what I want to do. This is my passion. These is my morals. These is my values, especially if you were not that type of person, right? Or you're growing into becoming the best version of yourself. You're seeing that you don't like certain things, that things shouldn't been the way it was when you're growing up, right? Now you're getting wisdom. You have a change of thought. You have a change of heart. But the fear is, what are other people going to say? What if I can't do it? You can, right? Every day is a day to grow and work on yourself. So you want to let go of fear. The last but not least, you want to prioritize your outcomes, right? Keep in mind, things may not go as you planned it, right? We do know things come up and they may go as you planned it, right? But prioritize the outcomes and don't be so hard and down on yourself. If you fail, get up and try again. Failure is a stepping stone to success because if you fail, then you know what you messed up at, right? And what you have to work on to become a winner. So that is the tips I have as becoming the best version of yourself. It's plenty of more tips tips, but I'm not going to get into all of them today. And I hope you like these tips. Stay tuned because after this commercial break, I will be speaking on Queen Esther from the Bible, right? She started off as a poor girl. She was like in this, this royal family, right? And she had to become who she was created to be, that she hid herself and her nationality and her family background from a people due to fear. So I was just speaking on fear. You have to let go of fear. Queen Esther had to let go of fear and step into who she uh, was created to be to save her people. So stay tuned after this commercial break. We can all put away this demonic spirit that has dominated our nation by bringing back morals, values, consideration, respect, and the greatest of these, love in our daily lives for ourselves and others. Thanks for tuning in to My Two Cents with Evangelist Walesa Norris. Remember, you are an overcomer. 
Welcome back to My Two Cents with Evangelist Wallace Norris. Again, I am your fabulous host, Wallace Norris, better known as Fash Feathers. I hope you guys are enjoying this show on the steps and tools that I'm given to become the best version of yourself. You want to let go of limited beliefs, right? You got to conquer your fears because fear is the one thing that hold us back from making a change in our life, from being a different from going after goals, right? From just a lot of different things. Fear can creep up on you in a second and you want to work through your fears. The one thing I know you have to do it afraid. Just like in the beginning of this podcast, I told you guys that I moved from my home state where I had friends and family to a whole different state way across the globe, right? miles away from my family and I was afraid but everyone kept saying I wasn't gonna do it or I shouldn't do it but I did it afraid right so you're gonna have to do it afraid and this is why I always tell you guys you want to add God in your healing journey because God gives you the strength and the courage and you know if God is for you no one can be against you right that God is your provider and I had to stick with those scriptures so with me saying that that was the last thing I wanted to speak on. You want to make sure you speak uh, creative rituals to yourself, right? The word of God, positive things. I am blessed and cannot be cursed, right? I can do this. Good things are happening for me. Miracles are happening in my life. I see good things coming my way. You know, whatever your positive affirmations is, you want to do. Or even if you listen to a sermon or a motivational speech, I know what I like to do is listen to music, right? Especially especially gospel music. I listen to all genres of music from R&B to certain rap music, but especially gospel music, right? This one song that I still listen to to this day that I've been listening to for a few years now, it's called Encourage Yourself. Oh, the way that lady sing that song, I just love it because she speak on all the things you go through, right? And how you're more than a conqueror. You guys have to listen to that song if you haven't heard it. Encourage Yourself is one of my favorite gospel songs because we do have fear, right? We do sometimes have self-doubt, but we have to work through our fear, through our self-doubt, and we have to continue to work on who we want to be to become the better version of ourselves. We have to let go of negative thinking, right? We have to let go of certain people. We have to believe in ourselves and also believe in God that things can change and be better for us and we can be the people that we were created to be. Now, with that being said, I want to speak on Queen Esther. If you guys are a Bible reader and read the story of Esther, we do know she was raised by her uncle Mordecai, right? She was her mom and dad died, so she really was like an orphan. So her uncle Mordecai raised her. Now, they came from a spiritual lineage. Nobody knew, right, because they were poor. They were always around helping people. But something happened with the the king of Persia at that day. He had a wife named Vashti, right? She, she was a beautiful woman. Everybody like looks. I tell you guys that on my video message, right? People go for the eye appeal at first, but her heart had to turn cold toward him 
But by her being queen for so long and his wife, right, she started thinking, oh, it's not about both of us, right? It's all about me. She didn't want to go help people. She didn't want to be around people. She was there just for the perks and the money, throwing parties for herself, doing her beauty treatments, right? And his friends, the king of Persia friends was like, if all the women see how she treats you and how disobedient she is to you, how not compromising, she don't want to be and she all about herself, that's going to make all all the women think they should do that to their husband when it should be like a compromising thing, right? A love thing. We're supposed to come together and, and be there for one another. And they seeing her doing this. I think you should divorce her. He thought about it. You know what? I am going to divorce her. So he said, let me look for another wife. I want another beautiful wife, but that's a version, right? So he held like something like a beauty pageant, like we see in today's day. So they brought all these beautiful women that were version, right? Esther, um, Mordecai talked Esther into auditioning, right? He said, you beautiful, but she thought to herself, right? She had to let go of her self-limited beliefs. I'm poor. I may be pretty, but I, I, I'm not in those women class. I don't think I would be picked, right? I don't want to be picked. She really didn't want to be picked, but Mordecai was telling her, this is your chance, right? To get out of poverty. You can help a lot of people. You have a good heart and you're beautiful on the outside. I want to see you get married, right? You are orphan you don't have no parents I'm your uncle but I'm old I want you to have a beautiful life right because how you start does not mean that's the way that you are going to end and God tell us this in his bible right you can start off negative in poverty and trauma and going through different things but if you go to God if you start changing your ways if you start thinking on more positive things and getting around people who are trying to do something in life and not belittle people but trying to grow and come together and help people, you can make a difference, right? And you can get yourself out of limited beliefs. But Esther was going through the limited beliefs and the fear of because of her poor state and how she grew up. But Mordecai seeing her heart, not only her heart, he knew that she was beautiful and he wanted the best for his niece, right? Because he know that he only probably had a few more years to live and who was going to be there with her. He said, if he's auditioning for a wife, it ain't going to help but to try, right? Even if you don't get picked, at least you tried. So at that time... The king was giving people beauty treatments. They was taking baths, right? They was doing makeups. He was giving them beautiful dresses. He said, man, it's like an opportunity of the lifetime, even if you don't get picked, right? So Queen Esther, she said, okay, I'm going to go. And to her surprise, she was one of the women that was chosen to audition to be the king's next wife. Now, all the other women in there with King Queen Esther, right? They fighting, they catty, they quick to give up the goods right even though they were supposed to be versions anytime the king called from one of them right they hurry up had sex with him and he just let him go when it was esther turn to go to the queen to the to the king she goes she started talking about the people right that he was over how they they can help how she can help and what he can do this differently that can help the people and how people will want him to continue to be king right she was giving him wisdom and ideas if you help people if you show up for people if you do certain things in your kingdom right the people will love you right and want to keep you so he like hold on she didn't come up here she, even though she's beautiful she didn't come up here to to have sex with me she coming up here giving me wisdom on how to run my kingdom ship right so i can keep being elected to be the people's king and i will be their favorite king so 
off of that alone, off her wisdom, he chose her to be his wife because she didn't come up there on some sexual stuff, right? She came up there giving him knowledge and wisdom on how to grow his kingdom, on how the people will love him, on how they can be a helping hand to the people. Because we do know when we are in higher positions and leaderships, we are there to serve, not to be served, right? We are there to help the people. This is what God tells us in his Bible, right? Even if you got a bigger title, we are there to be a helping hand to one another, not for everyone to bow at our feet right all the time and it's nothing wrong with giving people props when it's due but the people in leadership are supposed to help you as well right give you encouraging words whatever they have whether in word or deed be there for you in order to keep their kingdomship right so Esther giving him all this wisdom he like I want her as my wife she's beautiful not only is she beautiful she's very smart and I like the idea she told me about how I, sh I could remain king and how I can help the people and being there for one another so she opened up his heart and his man with her wisdom along with her beauty to her surprise she was the one chosen right to be queen so now she's in her royal position she's doing all this now the king had a wicked man working under him named Haman. Now, he was the type that wanted everybody to bow down to him, praise him, worship him. He didn't care about the people being poor. He didn't care about the people at all. He just was all out for everything for himself. When he seen Esther uncle right now, nobody knew that Esther was related to Mordecai, the poor older man, right? Nobody knew they had a spiritual background that they came from the tribe of Benjamin or maybe the tribe Rabbi Judah, right? They was down the lineage, right? Nobody knew that. They had a spiritual royal background, even though they came from a poor, you know, um, physical world, but they was rich spiritually, right? They ancestors, they, they people all served the Lord and had the favor of the Lord. They was favored. Esther didn't know that, right? It was God that put in the king heart to choose her, right? She was chosen because she came from that royal background. Not only from she had the spiritual wisdom to get the king, right? But she had the spiritual wisdom because God gave it to her because of her family serving the Lord all these years. Now, nobody knew this, right? Some people say that, you know, she was like a descendant of Paul. We all know the apostle Paul, right? So... Haman, not knowing this, he looking at Mordecai because Mordecai going to check on his niece. He knew it was supposed to be a secret. Every day he'll go outside the palace just to smile and see, look at my niece. She made it and she didn't think she could do it right. She didn't think the king would choose her. She didn't think this and that. And he was just happy to be a proud uncle to see his niece, even if he was to leave, will be married into royalty and don't have to worry about how she was going to survive or who she was going to have. You know, he just dreaming big for it as if she was his child. Now, Haman seeing this and Mordecai see him, he'll say, hey, how you doing? But he wanted him to sweat him, bow down. Mordecai refused to do it. He said, the only person I worship and bow down and praise is God. Now, I respect all people, but I worship the one Lord, you know, our God. 
Haman comes up with this wicked plan. We going to kill Mordecai and all the people connected to him. Now he not knowing that Queen Esther is, is related to Mordecai. Mordecai tells Esther that Haman is trying to kill them. Now Esther fear kicked in again, right? Cause she had to become who she was created to be. Now this is where the plot thickens, right? She didn't know that she was put in the position so she could stop a evil, wicked man from trying to kill her people, which is the Jews, right? Because she come from a Jewish background, which is a part of the Jesus lineage. God was not about to let them kill his lineage because we didn't know Jesus was coming through that lineage, lineage, right? But Queen Esther had to go to God. He wanted to let her know that it was him who brought her from probably, it was him that put her in there and that he would answer her prayer, but she had to pray for her people because some people, when things are going wrong in our life, right? The first thing people do is go to different people, right? They don't think to go to God. They go to God last. So Mordecai have to remind Esther at this time who she was. Now, don't think that you was in this position just to look cute and, and look good, right? You are a part of our people, right? Now it's time for you to show up as your authentic self, who you were created to be. Don't think that you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. This is how why you came here. God put you in this kingdom so you can stop this evil plan. God always have a plan for our life. We need to fast and pray, pray for three days. This is what Esther decided. Okay, I'm a fast and pray when she decided I had to become who I was created to be when Mordecai gave her that you know that reminder that God didn't send you here just to be beautiful and have a husband he sent you here to pray and fast to stop this wicked uh man Haman from killing all of us when Esther came to her senses because she thought being the king ain't gonna listen to me I don't have that much power right it was Mordecai who had to give the reminder yes you do remember who you are remember why you came to this position and once you remember who I was supposed to be a prayer warrior to call on God to stop evil from um coming into this kingdom and to be married to this man because he don't know he got a wicked person in in leadership when queen esther came to that decision she fasted and prayed then she went to the king to tell him about Haman's wicked plot. The king took his wife's side and she was scared because she thought, I'm getting ready to die by telling him about his favorite friend that he don't know that's wicked and trying to kill me and all my people. But the king favored her so much for her beauty and for her wisdom. After fasting and praying, Haman is the one that died and got took out of leadership. Esther and her people was promoted. So when God calls you to become the best version of yourself, you have to fight against evil, right? You have to stand up for what's right, not going along with everything that is wrong. If someone is saying something that you see or you know that it's not right to other people or it's very evil and vile and you're becoming the best version of yourself, you're coming back to a place of love, of being understanding, you are supposed to let that person know that you are wrong. If they're not listening to you, then we have to do what Queen Esther did, right? Fast and pray because God can do what we can't do, right? He will reveal the evil. He will remove certain people, but you have to stay close to God. So with that being said, Said, this is the end of my podcast for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this show and I will talk to you guys next week. God bless.
Welcome to My Two Cents Podcast with Evangelist Walesa Norris. In this world, both good and evil exists. We all have a choice to choose whether we will walk in love or hate towards one another, despite our difference in culture, religion, race, or opinions. Every day, the separation grows, and the ways of God are often ignored. People lose their way and often allow evil to play out amongst others, leaving emotional damage and unhealed wounds in the hearts of others. Do you believe in Satan, evil spirits, or demons? That is the spirit that controls a narcissistic personality. That spirit comes in like an angel of light, but the truth or love is not in it. You will be left in devastation, shock, and feelings of betrayal by the damage they cause in your emotional health by being in a relationship with these types of personality disorders. The good news is healing is possible once you allow Jesus to do the mending and fixing of your heart and mind.